It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to episode 99 of the Upix podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening? I am fantastic. Fantastic. That's good to hear. Yeah, well, that's because uh, my girl is being, like, getting stir-crazy, so we just booked a, a trip to Hawaii. So, oh, nice. When you going there? In like two weeks for like Halloween, we're gonna go to Hawaii. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, literally, she's like, I just I have to get out. I can't say, like, okay. She's like, Can I book a trip to Hawaii? And I was like, joking, and I just like slid her my PayPal card. I'm like, Yeah, and then uh, and then she's like, Okay, cool, we leave uh, in two weeks. So I was like, Oh, what sweet, yeah, that that is pretty sweet. So, you know, hey. Good luck there and enjoy Hawaii. So do I need to find a co-host for that week's show? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Ooh. a good question. Oh, she might be pretty pissed if I try and stream on our vacation. Uh, so yeah. let's assume that I will be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, video not always. But before we get too far into it, um, we do have a... You see, you give me a complex now. I can't say an exciting show, a great show, an important show. You know, I can't even describe the show ahead just of like, time Just like, just factual. We have a show that will likely try to be one hour long, but will probably be more. There's going to be multiple occurrences of awkward silence, probably some Franklin bombs. If you don't feel uncomfortable after listening to the entirety of it, we probably haven't done our jobs right. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> so... This episode, we will talk about the legits and the status of that. The Nashville, we'll talk about Nashville terminals, the city release, all that coming up. Uh, another partnership was announced, uh, par- partnering with Upland. And treasure hunting, I believe, is no longer the king hustle. It's been replaced. It has been dethroned, and we'll jump into that a little bit later. Um, so... We'll get into the disclaimer. The views, information, and opinions expressed on the Upix podcast are solely those of myself, thank me later, and any guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We are not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first, and if TML hurts your feelings, that means he likes you. And we do have to announce the winner of the 100 thousand upex uh giveaway uh sponsored by octavius and griffin co and this week we didn't have a sponsor so we're not giving away upex this week so no script so oh yeah and we'll, we'll make them wait for that and we do have the upland fantasy football league and it was rather convenient that uh i talked to tm this week and he's like hey how was last week's episode i'm like pretty convenient bro tml beats you down and you don't even show up to take your lickings he's like oh i was in chicago i'm like uh-huh you see i was see, in chicago. <laughs> i was dude you know what's funny though and i mean i guess and now uh, hold on i gotta see if i have the 
um, the information handy. So, well, that's fine. We'll get to it during the uh, the fantasy football piece. Okay. So, legit, are you excited for your legit? Finally, thank me later. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, and okay. So, actually, this kind of fits into that because. Okay, this is horrible. We already read the disclosure, etc. So remember how, like, you know, I always thought, like, my players were dying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sean Taylor. Dude, Sean Taylor's been dead for years. Oh, really? Yeah. You Dude, don't... This is- you don't have Sean Taylor. Oh, in 2007. I literally didn't even read any of it. <laughs> oh, never mind. There goes all of my content for this show. I literally just saw NFL star 24 killed by blah, blah, blah. And it was like, Sean Taylor. Boom. Done. All right. Oh, man. Late to the party. Rip Sean Taylor. <laughs> but then. but then I, I am impressed, I like, though, that you but, did sports research. So that's impressive. In it itself showed up on my feed. And I was like, oh, ha. In their face, football players do die. And then, well, now I feel horrible because then my next thought was, damn, I really hope I open up one of his cards in my pack. <laughs> um, so I guess I won't. But, uh, yeah. So, so first off, yeah. football players don't die on the field. That's a very rare, rare occurrence. It's usually falling out of moving trucks or in-home robberies. But you're saying or... there is a chance. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm still kind of speechless that you actually did sports research today. Well, obviously, I didn't research it very much. I just literally read the the title of this thing that was it was published in People Magazine. For the record, it was People Magazine, so it wasn't like I was like I didn't like soil myself and go to ESPN or some you know crazy nonsense like it's just in my boring people stuff. Oh, okay, all right. So boring people stuff, but you still got excited and you were hoping to get a dead person. Did you think him being dead would make the card more, the legit more valuable? Oh, it would have to be right. I mean, he's never going to have, well, now I feel bad. I don't want to say bad. I don't want to talk. Now it's making me feel awkward. It's like, he's never going to have another moment. And then I was like, damn, that's a depressing thought. Like now I feel bad. Yeah. Well, Legits will be delivered tomorrow. So they were minted today, Thursday, October 14th, 2021, and they will be delivered on October 15th. That's the promise. And they said every time Upland launches a new type of NFT, it's always followed by the release of an NFT wizard block explorer. So they are going to host a special trading event involving your Legits soon after the launch. So you get them, and now you have to burn them or something of that nature, some sort of mechanic to be able to get an NFT wizard block explorer. What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. I'm guessing it's going to involve trading. I'm going to guess it involves getting a set of collection. There's, I, I truly don't believe it's going to be a burn um, process. I think it's too early with too limited stock. I, I don't think that that would be a, a smart play. I do think given the limited stock that they're 
you know, it could be like collector of the most helmets, or if you own the, if you have the most helmets, you have the most jerseys and trying to work with people or, you know, I, I don't know what other, you know, if you have the most of a certain team or something, I would imagine it's a collection uh, process uh, that's going to require people who got in. So, you know, that's going to be a, a huge advantage to, to buyers like uh, TM, uh, myself, I, I'm trying to think, uh, I think Dizzy got in pretty hard. Like that's pretty cool. Um, I would appreciate that if they, you know, did something that would, you know, throw a bone to the people who were supporting legits in a big way. Yeah. And they have additional details coming out later this week for future sales of the 2020 and, uh, fan scores and more. Um, so the city stadiums, we're seeing those pop up and that kind of, that kind of leads us into Nashville, but kind of want to highlight uh, the New Orleans collections really quick. That my biggest disappointment there is they miss Bourbon Street completely as a collection. Yeah, that is actually quite shocking to me. I mean, when we talk, but I think it's also a really valuable lesson. Um, you know, when we were talking about. Um, oh man, I really, that's interesting. Uh, when we were talking a lot, once it came out and the speculation, everyone's like French quarters are shoe in bourbon street to shoe in. And then everything else is up for grabs is kind of, was kind of the mentality. That's definitely what I heard in like the Upland cafe and things. And I would have essentially agreed with that. And then there were some people getting some offers on their bourbon street properties. And it was like, 10x of the mint and i'm like buddy sell that even after it comes out as a collection unless it's an ultra rare like it ain't going to be worth more than that um like so yeah get that money i don't actually know if they sold and uh you know because they're like well what happens if it's an ultra rare blah 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 so if you think it's gonna be ultra rare then that's one thing like there was the haunted houses somebody had called that yeah um which was super cool uh, I love that uh, that's a collection, and I love that the people who, like, I hope, I, I maybe i got to go back through my chats now and see who said they had a, a property that was a historical haunted house, and they didn't want to sell it, and uh, yeah, it's really interesting to see that after all the things are said and done, there are no guarantees. Um, French Quarter, yep, uh, but Bourbon Street, no. Yeah, no Bourbon Street, and it, it was cool. With uh, New Orleans is known for the voodoo and all the hauntings and the and the cemeteries. If you've never been down there, it's pretty cool, and it's also pretty violent. So you got to watch which neighborhood you walk through. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> cool. A lot of cool culture. Also, super violent, so you might end up dead. But and it's as quick as turning a corner. It, that's that's the way it is down there. And Mississippi <laughs> or Louisiana had. Very interesting laws. So Hurricane Katrina, yeah, I'm going off on a tangent really quick. So Hurricane Katrina came through. All the people in New Orleans like ran off to Texas. And in Louisiana, it was like a crazy law. You could kill somebody, and if they don't bring charges or a witness or whatever in six months, you were off. So you're like just released. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to go kill somebody, do a stint, and then you're cool. They went to Texas, and they're like, wait, what do you mean I can spend the rest of my life in jail? So... Yeah, you turn the corner, you could die in New Orleans. What is wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. Why is why is that your your interesting fact of the day? That was really <laughs> dark. 
Hey, some people have a. a There's no way that. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait. So you kill somebody, and then how? What? How do you get out of it? Trouble in six months? See, we just lost the listener. You're nonsense. It is not nonsense. Okay, so what? Lost another one. Way to go. See, you're killing the show. (laughs) They're dropping like flies, man. Why? How can you get away? I don't. How do you get away with murder? Um, It's just the way that their law was set up. Um, Has it been fixed? Hopefully. I I don't know. I'm not really sure. Oh, my goodness. I haven't lived down there in almost 20 years, so I don't know. Oh, my goodness. All right. Moving on. Next topic. Hopefully it doesn't involve (laughs) dying. Dizzy had to come in as both of his personas just to make up for the loss in audience. I hope you're happy. Go check it out. Go go Google it and you'll be I'm fine. not Googling that. I don't want that in my search history. Like, can I get away with murder in New Orleans? Like, I'm already on enough lists. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the 60-day murder law. 60-day murder law? Yeah. Do you even have a trendy name for it? Absolutely. Dude, I can keep some people quiet for 60 days. What the hell? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, yeah, if, no, if nobody stitches in 60 days, you're you're out. Wow. So, when the defendant... <laughs> that's how... But, okay. <laughs> it's according to Louisiana State Law, Article 701-1 Alpha, when the defendant is continued in custody subsequent to an arrest, an indictment or information shall be filed within 45 days of the arrest if the defendant is being held for misdemeanor and within 60 days of the arrest if the defendant is being held for a felony murder. Oh, well, they have to arrest you and hold you. Right. Okay. Yeah. But if they don't arrest you right away, they could investigate for years and then arrest you. They just have to press charges within 60 days. Correct. And if nobody talks, you're free to go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had to be All right. Moving on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's going to take 60 days for people to forget about how dead you just made this show. Yeah, it happens. So, but it's my show. Now, moving on to, uh, uh, another partnership, you know, our legits are coming, and uh, we do have the partnership with our Upland did get a partnership with uh, Spirits Halloween, and they're doing legits, block explorers, and house ornaments. Did you just say they partnered with Spirit of Halloween? Spirits Halloween, you know that the 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 store that like just haunts all of your childhood dreams. Yeah, you know, like the old Toys R Us store, and all of a sudden, uh, it's a Spirits Halloween store. Yeah. Have you been um, living under a rock this week? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I have bigger things to work on, man. True. You you guys have been really working hard on uh, Upex World version 2. Upex World version 2.0. Go. 2.0. Yeah. Um, but you can get some structure ornaments and they have some block explorers and they have some that they will give away in contests. Um, you'll have three that you can buy in the upland store and three you can give away. Dude, I want to build a spirit Halloween. What are you talking about? Like a permanent spirit Halloween on one of my properties. 
Well, you can decorate it as, um, depending on which style of uh, building you have, you you have different options to put on it, but no Spirits of Halloween store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. But I figured you'd be excited since there's three uh, Black Explorers to buy and two for giveaways. Yeah, if I can actually get in line for one. Um, this one doesn't seem to have a limit. What? Unlimited? Everyone can buy it? I think so. Oh, well, heck yeah. I'll buy it. Because they have the Midnight Vampire, the Freak Show Clown, and the Spider Bite Billy Black Explorers for purchase. And it's for $10 each and in, in, includes 10000 Upex as part of the bundle. And they also have a hazmat suit and a Plague Doctor. And those are reserved for giveaways in the coming days. Mm. And don't forget, um, you can start dressing up your Black Explorer here. Design your own costume if you choose. That's coming up here in a few days. Yes, I did that last year. I, I didn't. I didn't submit anything this year. Yeah. So, Nashville terminals were released this week. Did you get in on any of those? <laughs> no, I don't even bother registering anymore. It's just depressing. I mean, I guess <laughs> it's not depressing because it's kind of cool to see how popular everything is, but it's depressing because I'm never going to get to buy one again. <laughs> Yeah, you get that email that, you know, you can buy in 26 hours and 13 minutes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, how the hell is that supposed to happen? Now, with the Nashville release, that completes all the major cities for the uh, the first go-round of the NFL Legits, uh, where you'll be able to interact at the stadiums live. Um, I, I have seen a lot of talk, and people have talked to me about the market being, you know, oversaturated with properties and the concern of that. Um, I always reference back to the days when there was, you know, 2,000 of us floating around San Francisco with 150,000 properties open. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's the thing. I don't know. It's been a tough roller coaster because those of us that have been around for a while, like, we didn't have a sold-out anything, really. I mean, some of the collections were sold out. And then as, you know, the availability started to dwindle and the value started to go up, you know, Upland started to pull its levers, FSA, more cities, et cetera. And, I mean, I know a lot of us were like, dang it, because we all want – 10, 20x returns on our properties and our collections and stuff, but that's not the sustainable economy. And that's, I, I, I hope, and I think people are starting to realize this more and more is like the, the metaverse of Upland is going to continue to expand and properties, especially collection properties are always going to be of value, but unless you are creating value by bringing something more to the game, random non-collection properties just aren't going to be valuable. And this isn't different than how it was at the beginning of Upland. I'll give you an example. Visitation Valley. Garbage neighborhood. <laughs> it's completely... No, no, no. Hold on. Time. It started out garbage. Bear with me. Not part of a collection. 
mixed. It was a, a huge area, so like lots and lots of open space. It was nothing. It it was never going to be anything until one person came along and said, "No, I have a vision. I'm going to buy up a massive amount of these properties. I have a vision to bring development and interest to this area, and it's going to be something." And now it's one of the, you know, a very thriving neighborhood. And, I mean, again, Dog Patch, Alamo Square, Merced Manor, Panhandle. Uh, there's a bunch of community-driven um, properties and neighborhoods. And that's what each city is going to have to find. And that will scale up with players as well. Because there's only going to be so many players that can team up for any given neighborhood. So those are what people need to look for. And they need to do a gut check on, are they going to bite big and make an investment in a single neighborhood or city? So, yeah. And that's my thoughts. You're going to have an onboarding of new players, especially when the 2021 legits are going to go. Because once again, we've stated before that this hasn't been marketed outside of Upland. The NFL legits are still internal to Upland, really. It hasn't been... Which is why there is so much value. Like, uh, I can't even tell you. Like, it's what Top Shots was. Like, literally the mirrors between this and what Top Shots was a year ago is kind of insane. Like, it was low-key. Like, there wasn't a lot of – there was no public, um, you know, mentions. It wasn't in the NBA, anything like that yet. It was still a tight-knit group of people. They didn't have packs. You just got your cards. Like, trust me, I know it was weird. Like, as soon as you get it, it's auto open. Like, they didn't have a marketplace. You couldn't actually do any trades. And then it just quickly evolved once they made it publicly available or publicly known. Like, it just skyrocketed. So. Yeah. So you do need big cities with Kansas, like Kansas City's huge. You need these big cities for these new players to onboard because I, I think they're going to slow down the city rollouts now. Um, they have the I would think so. Yeah. Key cities in place, and they're going to work focus on the legits and the interactions at the stadiums on Sundays during the games. So I, they said week four or five. We're entering week six, and it takes a while to get stuff. So it's they're not tracking too bad right now. Um, so we'll see what the announcements come in the next week about the 2020. Any further sales there and when they're going to start. Um, they do have about six-week run now of the 2021 NFL season. So I wouldn't be surprised in the next four weeks or so to start hearing rumors about 2021 legits coming out. Yeah, I really hope that the 2020s don't stick around for very long. Obviously, that's uh, partially slash most mostly selfish uh, because I want 2020 to be as limited as humanly possible um, because moving forward, the essentials will be unlimited. Uh, the 2020 essentials are the only ones that do have any sort of limit. Uh, moving forward, they won't have any limit. Um, it's just you have to buy them during the season. So those essentials will be have a much higher run rate moving forward, especially once the public announcement is made and people rush to cash in. I expect, much like Top Shot, 
that that first season release limited compared to uh, future releases, scarce compared to the potential market, uh, will cause a tremendous amount of value to those who have uh, put in for 2020. And then with with the 2021, it's going to be interesting to watch player air travel to see which stadiums they're hanging out at each Sunday and if they're going to move each Sunday or if they're just going to hang out for each division. Because remember, each city represents a whole division in the NFL. So you're going to have multiple teams eligible there at the stadiums. Um, now, what... One of the things that uh, somebody was talking to me about, too, is the the little player, you know, us little folk there, they feel that the cities are being rushed out too quickly and the little players not able to uh, partake in, in every city release. Um, and why would you want to? It's exhausting. <laughs> Spoiler, most of the big players don't bother with each release either. So, um, I know Dizzy kind of went ham in New Orleans in this last release. Yeah, Dizzy gets drunk with power periodically for no damn reason. <laughs> Loses his mind and is like, I'm going to drop thousands more on these random properties. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And I'm like, Jesus, bro. Uh, and TM kind of went ham, too. Oh, really? Damn. Did all the New Orleans wake up some people? Yeah. Um TM picked up a bunch in the U.S. naval base uh, neighborhood, and I picked up uh, probably about thirty or forty myself there. I dropped, um, I dropped some change there. Nowhere close to like TM and. Disney, oh really? Yeah. I've been. Yeah, uh, well, damn! Now I feel like I missed out. You guys, no one told me we were buying in. <laughs> <laughs> now I think Nashville is going to be highly competitive. Um, you know, Nashville is another barbecue city. It's the Music City, USA. It's the home of country. There's a lot of deep history there in Nashville. So that will be interesting. Hopefully, I'd like them to see it, another vanilla release there in Nashville. Yeah. Wait, but that's coming. Damn. Like, I, now I feel bad for selling some of my Upex because I don't have any, like, I don't have enough Upex to, to do this. And I feel weird now buying Upex after already selling millions of Upex. Feels weird. Right. Now, but. and even with the little, you know, going back to the letter player, little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, and I started thinking about that. And, you know, treasure hunting used to be the grind of the little player to move up. You, you start picking up pop- properties, flipping them, getting your select locations across of it. But you know what the real... No, 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 man. That's bold. Like, that ain't... Okay, when we talk little, are we talking FSA little? Um, Are we we talking, like... Because that, to me, that's a little person, and they have no problem. The more cities that open, the better for them. There's always going to need... There's always going to be a need for FSA buyers. Um, That's a distinct niche. Although this whole two-sell thing is really interesting. It's the first time I've had to deal with it. Yeah. Um, So, outside of FSA... So the, the okay, so now, that, so you're in the you're in the hundred hundred thousand upex plus club, right? Right. Okay. At that point, again, you can hustle your way because I can tell you right now, I paid out thousands and thousands and thousands of upex to people who are buying properties for the number one address. Like 
I was buying them all. And like one person was just like sending them to me and I appreciate it. Like if I could go get it, I would. Um, but then I told everybody else, just buy it. And I guarantee I will, I will buy it from a profit for a profit. Like anything under 50,000 up X, that was my asterisk. Like don't go buy a 2 million up X one property and expect to, me to buy that under 50,000. If it's a one address, give me a shout out and I'll buy it off of you. And if like, I mean, I took one guy, I mean, he probably made two or 300,000, um, off of me, uh, from, from the deals. Like you can go out and, and provide your services. That's what this community needs. Like say, Hey, are you looking for something special? Like, Hey, here's, I'm an open buyer. I have this much liquidity. Like, what can I go buy for you? Like, go offer your services and flip and make money and then buy a couple properties in the city and then take that liquidity to the next area. But what if I told you you could easily make a million up X if you just put some time in each and every day? (laughs) I mean, it sounds like you're a... You're a Franklin bomb infomercial for Upland, but let's, <laughs> what if I told you with just a few minutes of day, you could be an up X millionaire. Absolutely. Um, okay. Do tell share your secrets, turd man. I, I wouldn't call them my secrets, but you know, we had Octavius on last week and he has the Griffin company server and they have a you know qualified property swappers that have built up credibility and trustworthiness by doing deals and getting verified and they have their tier levels now do you know how much it so not counting city pro king of the street and then just the basic city and newbie collection do you know how much all the collections together uh, equate to in upex bonus for getting that collection uh, no, actually, I, I genuinely don't. It's just about uh, two million up X. Shut the front door! It is not. It is. It's two million up X, and usually the deals are is you know it, it goes a fifty fifty split on the bonus. You know you do the you do the collection swap, and then you buy a burner property for half the bonus, and you know everybody's fat, dumb, and happy. So it does take time to go through all the collections themselves to get them because there's a hundred and whatever of them, but you know, it's $2 million in bonus. And then you split it in half. And and some people don't even collect the half for the 800, 900 or 1200 up X bonus. They just like, man, fine. Just keep it. I don't even want to deal with that. You know? (laughs) <laughs> so you you can make over a million upex just hustling on property swaps for collections. I mean, yes and no. I feel like that's probably a little misleading. How? Oh. Because like there's no way that the I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know how to, how it works over there in Griffith. But like the rare ones, the ultra rares that are worth the significant lion share. I'm curious of the 2 million how much ultra rares make up of that. Uh, for instance, I know the curator loans a hundred thousand up X. Um, I can't imagine that those are being as freely and readily traded about as, uh, that's being made out to see. Um, 
It, it just depends on, you know, you'd probably have to get over in the Griffin Co. server and work your way up. I mean, you just can't start trying to trade the ultra rares. you got to work your way up, you know, get, get your reputation built, that you're trustworthy and, and all that, and then just find people that have it available. I know we've talked to some people. They're making $3, 4000000 million lately, or 3 $4 million upex off of uh, just doing the property swaps, getting their 50%. Dang, that's interesting because, I mean, back in the day, <laughs> back when I was doing property swapping, it was it was just a couple of properties. I mean, we we really started 21. Like, that was it. <laughs> there was 21 properties and uh, couldn't have been more than 200,000 um, if you did all of them, which no one was really doing that. There was before or until Manhattan came out, I think there was only 20, there was only three of us with 21 of 21. Um, it was only after Manhattan came out that those numbers, that other people started to get those. So it wasn't a big thing back then. Um, I, I hate to say this because you know my position on property swapping has always been, yeah, just do it. That seems absurd. <laughs> um, that seems like a lot. Um but, I mean, it's only probably a handful of people. They're working really hard at it. It's not easy to do. I mean, I'm in the server. I see all the time of, like, successful swaps and things like that. And you see, you know, the scares of, like, hey, so-and-so went away with my thing. And then they log back. I'm like, oh, sorry, I took a nap. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, you could <laughs> definitely could have lost it all. Which, if you lose even one of, you know, depending on what your properties are, I mean, you could you could essentially erase everything that you have gained. Um, but yeah. Dang. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's easy to get to that 2 million. I, but you have to build your credibility and you know, you have to have people willing to swap, but the, it, it's out there if you hustle and you grind. Well, what do you think about it? Um, you see that that kind of leans to as much as I like my income from collections, I, I start to question, you know, because now this is the um, economy control that they're that they said that, you know, they try to monitor the economy, this and that. I, I mean, now you're just you're, you're deflating the value of a million upex with the ability to do this. Even if you don't get a million, you could still get a half million, 750,000 upex doing these property swaps. So I'm starting to lean to, you know, collections got to go. Well, the, the collection bonus, maybe. Yeah. Like maybe a reduction on the collection bonus. I think that there's some interesting ways that you could still do a collection bonus, but like once a property has been used to redeem a collection bonus, like it can no longer be used again. Like it's just like, yep, this has already been redeemed. Like it, once it's traded, it, you can still get the chip or whatever, maybe, but no collection bonus. I don't know. I mean, but only one time I, I, because I, then that would kill the resale value there. It's not really because no one's buying. People aren't buying the collection for the one-time bonus. <laughs> like, like, come on. You're, you're buying it for the multiplier. Like, you can still put it in the collection. You still get the multiplier, et cetera. But, like, I, I don't think it's a deal breaker. Someone's like, oh, well, you're not going to get the 100,000 UPEX from the 
uh, you know, curator okay. bonus because it's already been claimed. Like, I, 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 got you. I don't, I I don't saying, care. I thought you were saying it just couldn't even be used in the collection itself. Oh, no, no, no. That would be game breaking. The collections are important. You'll never be able to get rid of the collection like multiplier or how that works. That would be too disruptive to the economy. I think phasing out or even ramping down the bonus would be doable. But the other side to that is, again, the people running this, for better or worse, they aren't gamers. You can tell that very easily when you play Upland. But what they are is studied uh, economists. So I'm curious from their perspective, because obviously they're monitoring this. They know about it, and it's no secrets on what's happening. They obviously would have the data and could easily see the volume that these properties are moving and the, and the bonuses that they're generating. But what they must be watching or you know kind of cognizant of is well does this trickle down economy help because what you just said is hey are you a newbie that's struggling to get uh you know involved in all of this well there's other activities such as property swapping which drives community builds trust builds connection gets new players a little bit of wealth but they have to work for it and uh then they redistribute it by buying you know, unminted properties in these cities, you know, that's direct revenue back to, to Upland, really. So from an economy perspective, maybe it's a wash. Yeah, maybe. It's just, I was surprised when I when I ran the, ran the numbers. I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that definitely, I don't know what I thought it was, I guess. You know, 500, 600, 800,000, maybe 2 million. I guess there's been a lot of cities and a lot of collections out. I, I guess that's that's plausible. That's crazy. Well, I mean, you got 13 cities with uh, multiple collections in each city. Yeah. So, I mean, that's only going to continue to grow, um, which is, again, it's interesting. It, and I feel like the economy, I don't worry so much about. Everyone's like, oh, inflation this, inflation that. Show us, show us your taxes. And it's just like, just calm down. They're, they're economists first. Like, they're not going to do something to jeopardize the economy. And, like, times that things like treasure hunts or things became very apparent that they would could potentially damage the economy, they fixed them very quickly. Any sort of these, these loopholes that could damage the economy, those are the bugs that get fixed immediately. Um, well, what about referral it, bonuses then? What about referral sir, bonuses? I mean, it looks like they're being abused more than than beneficial lately. Really, uh, I I haven't uh, I don't have any numbers on that, but yeah, referral bonus. I mean, it's a it's definitely a slippery slope. It's a nice boost um, for sure for for new players to come on. It's so easily abused. Um, and there's not much you can do about it. So, yeah, that one's definitely tough because, I mean, you could be talking millions. But, again, like when you look at the property swaps to the scale, but I guess the difference is like that is no – it's very low effort work. Again, you're kind of – you're beating the system. Like you're abusing the system. You're not creating community. So, like – the one thing that is different from the property swaps to multi-account um, like referral bonus in my mind is like 
one takes work and a community to achieve and one takes you being kind of sneaky. Like, so they obviously, if I'm Upland, what Griffin and co is building is, is awesome. And it's a pretty positive community overall from what I've seen. Um, again, they're doing cool stuff at scale that wasn't possible before. There's a lot of jealousy and uncertainty there, but honestly, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Now, if you had to choose from Uh-oh. Fresno, okay, uh, Rutherford, okay, and Staten Island, who, okay, who has the lowest overall bonus collection for? Uh-oh. Who would you think? Um, who would I think? Well, I thought Rutherford was like a really small, weird release, wasn't it? It was. Is it, is it Rutherford? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> so or you just didn't think I knew anything about Rutherford, which I don't. There you go. That's where I was going. <laughs> so what do you think is the highest city collection? Well, I would hope it's San Francisco, but maybe no. Manhattan? Manhattan. Manhattan? Yeah. How many collections are in Manhattan? I didn't write those down. I was just no, trying to get a-, a bonus total there. Gotcha. What's the what's the difference on bonus total? So what's Manhattan versus San Fran? Uh Manhattan is about Five hundred and thirty-five thousand upx, give or take, and San Francisco's pretty close to uh, two hundred and eighty-five thousand, give or take. Oh, dang! So it's not even close. No. Oh wow. Oh. Chicago's. But I think the highest single collection bonus is still curator. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it was just interesting running those numbers. Yeah, no, that that is really interesting. We definitely keep an eye on that, uh, see how it plays out. Uh, I, again, I I am getting torn a little bit just based on the scale, but man, it's not easy. It takes work. It takes that that social currency of trust, which is crazy valuable long term. I mean, these are bonds. If you spend two days sitting there swapping with somebody, you're probably chatting about other shit too. Like you're going to become buddies after that. Cause now you trust each other. You've been through like, cause if you've ever done property swapping, it is stressful AF and not only stressful because other people have your properties, but stressful because you have other people's properties. It's very uncomfortable. I mean, assuming that you're not some sociopath who just gets off on this kind of stuff, but it's like really stressful when you have somebody else's property and you're like, crap, I just need to make sure I get this back to them. Like I don't want them like it's, it's a whole thing. So, like, it's it's not easy. It takes a lot of work and, you know, so it's interesting. Probably worth the squeeze, though. Man, that's a lot of ups. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So all the hustling of flipping or finding somebody's niche and trying to flip it to them, you know, it just kind of all went out the window here with... Well, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily true because if I'm doing that, 
I'm also hustling and flipping elsewhere. Why not? I'm already going to be in game having to accept and do trades. If you're not doing both, then I mean, I mean, that's just, you're just limiting yourself. There's no reason not to take that money. And while you're waiting, go buy some ones that, you know, you can flip to me or reach out if somebody needs a, you know, a particular kind of property or property somewhere that they want, like no reason not to do both. Oh yeah. It's definitely, it's just another uh, revenue source. Yeah. Then, uh, Nashville, I, I didn't run these numbers, but I think Nashville might be checking in as one of the, I got to compare them to Tennessee. I mean, I mean, Kansas, <laughs> I got to compare them to Kansas city. Sorry. Um, because they, they incorporated with the County and just have like over 500 square miles of city. 500 square miles. How's now? Wait, is Kansas City currently the biggest? Um, yeah, Kansas City's huge. How many properties in KC? Anyone know off the top of their head? Uh, if somebody could have OpEx World up and running, we would. Oh my gosh. Get out of here. Go find me a front end web developer. Anybody out there? Call Bueller. Bueller. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Um, 527.9 square miles is Nashville. And Kansas City is... Um, no, we didn't get disconnected. He just decided to have a long, awkward pause. Yes. Sorry. Oh. Kansas City's 800. Oh, no. Dang, metrics. It's, what are um, you doing? This is Googling. sloppy work. What the? Sorry, you sent me on a tangent. Oh, my gosh. Sent me you on know who tangent. this would never happen to? T. Davis. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City's 300. All of our longtime listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Kansas City's 319 square miles. So Nashville yeah, will be even bigger. Very cool. Yeah, T. Davis just doesn't go on tangents. Yeah, he's organized. We've already covered this in plenty of episodes. <laughs> go back and see an episode where T. Davis hosted with me. It's a very different vibe. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> What's next? What's next on our list? All right. <laughs> All right. Fantasy football. It is the wonderful. Fantasy one. football. I beat you last oh week. Oh, my God. What a. It was pathetic, so I can't. That really... was like a wet noodle <laughs> fight. Like, jeezel Pete's. That was embarrassing. It really was. Oh, holy cow. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It, and uh, 84 to... 84.88 like, to 77.74. And poor Mars, Utah scored 182.36 points and still lost. No way. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. That's that's just. <laughs> he got 184 <laughs> points and still lost? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is. Oh, poor some. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Dizzy finally did <laughs> not go up against one of the two highest scoring teams in the league. Um, so <laughs> T Davis moves into first place. He uh, beat Choina Cats uh, 122 to 99. Dizzy ends up getting his first win of the season, 125.28 over Sparkles, 99.78. Max Lice 69ers beat up on Covades. Nice TM. to 90.78 and Nishirin high score of the week 195.80 to Mars Utah's 182.36 you can't do anything there and Franklin Bombers pulls off another victory to hold on to second place 132.84 over Payne Hurst and 127.22 yeah we should I should have never won last week and we both sucked yeah, that was a pathetic showing. Like, I, I didn't even want to send you text messages talking shit. <laughs> it was, like, not even fun to, like, trash talk just watching it. Your defense, I didn't know that you could get a negative point. Your defense got <laughs> negative points. It like, did. actually. It, yeah, it did. That can happen. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Holy cow. It is. So... This week's match. Oh, shout out! Shout out to to Choina, by the way, for being a real good sport and pinging me because one of my people is like out or something, and it was like I guess Monday is like playing Monday or something. Anyway, shout out! He, he called and had me switch him out. Appreciate it. Damn you, Choina. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's called good sportsmanship. You should look it up. Not in fantasy football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this week I'm playing Max Life 69ers. He's projected to win. China and Thank Me Later going head to head. And oh dang, look at that! He's even against me. I know, and and not favored. Right. But now I'm looking at it. My guy who was starting Monday night was supposed to get like 20 points, and I switched him out because he was the only one playing Monday. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Dizzy's going up against. Uh, I don't know what's. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, you're two and three in ninth place this year. Not as good as last year. Oh well. Yeah, Dizzy's going up against T. Davis. Dizzy's favored. Sparkles and Pain Hurts. Pain Hurts is favored. Nishirin and Co. You haven't changed your name, or did you change your name already this week? TM. Covade. Who cares? Don't give him any. Just move on. <laughs> and Franklin Bombers and Mars are going up against each other. So. Good luck to everybody this week. Biggest blowout of the week was Max Life for 69 versus uh, Covades. Uh, it was an 80 point differential. So eh, good job there. Burn. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Hey, I totally forgot something because we were looking at March. So, <laughs> so this week when uh, New Orleans launched, there was a road called Mars, Mars Avenue, Mars Drive. And, um, Somebody gave me, like, somebody posted because it was, like, one Mars whatever, right? And so I was like, oh, dang, cool. Mars Place. Oh, that's what it was. It's Mars Place in um, wherever that is. Anyway, I bought all of them. I started buying them up. And, like, Mars is like, damn you. And then there's a bunch of FSA, right? Wired already had FSA buyers up. He really wanted um, 13 Mars Place. I guess I don't know anyone who knows Mars if 13's a number for him or something. 
Anyway, I already had this one FSA buyer who was buying a bunch and I had them buy all these for me. And so they were on hold. And then, and Mars offers him like 75,000 UPEX for this FSA property. And so now they're messaging me like, well, hey, so I know we promised to sell you all the ones that we bought at 5X, but this guy, Mars, wants this one for... And I think somebody else bid on it, too. Like, I think you bid on one of them, actually. And was like, I was like, no, 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 it, it's fine. It's fine. Get, give them to me. Like, I know these people. Like, I know Too Stupid. I know Mars. Give them to me. And then they're like, well, can you? And so I had to pay this this lovely person because they did help me out. 75000 just to make sure I got it. And the whole thing was, I just wanted to give it to Mars and just give him a shout out because he hooked me up with some with some uh, other stuff. So I just I was like, "Damn, I'm just trying to buy you a nice present," and he's he's over there driving up the price. <laughs> like, damn it, dude, let me do something nice for you. So anyway, Mars, if you're listening, and I hope you are, I have uh, 13 Mars Place with your name on it. Plus, really, any of the other ones. I bought the whole damn street. There's only one holdout. Bong, Bongo Honky. Yes, that's his name, Bongo Honky. <laughs> um, he has nine Mars Place, um, and I tried to – I have a bid in on that, but he has not answered. I own the rest of the street, though. But anyway. No, that's very nice. Um, yeah, so do you have any updates for our listeners on Upex World? Um, well, I do have recruiters here in the audience, so you gotta, I gotta be careful about what I say because I don't want to, you know, whatever. We are so this week, there's a couple of things that we're going to try and do. Um, so I'm I'll, I'll tease them here. Our goal is by the end of let's say the weekend to have a, a quarterly roadmap for the next four quarters out for UpX World. Um, I want to update. Oh, okay, you're just going to share the, the actual. Okay. So those of you who are live, you can see the roadmap that we have roughly put together um, for the next four quarters. So we our goal is to have that out. Um, I'd like to update the our website with our team page, as well as we have a couple positions opening that we're trying to fill, specifically a... Um, front-end developer and potentially a community manager, uh, specifically one who is familiar with uh, Discord bots. So if you or anyone you know is a front-end developer or community manager with Discord bot experience, please reach out uh, to myself. Thank me later. Um, so we can talk. And then, oh, and then the other big thing that's coming is those of you who are already a part of the up. Uh, the Upland fan server. Um, it will still be the Upland fan server. We're still going to have lots of other Upland related content, but that will be the home uh, for all things UpX World. So that'll be the social discord for UpX World. We'll post updates, job positions, have uh, general other information. If we're going to hold like AMAs or anything, um, we will be doing that. And in response, that we'll also be trimming down a lot of the of the fan server. So right now, uh, most of 
the channels or mimic uh, the official server because uh, the official server essentially stole our blueprint. But whatever. Um, we're going to be revamping that. We're going to be consolidating a lot. Um, and so look for that also in the next week. Awesome. The Spider-Man suggests that we close the fan server uh, so that way no <laughs> keep the quote-unquote snow f- <laughs> snowflakes out. Um, I don't know that we can say that, but yeah. Um, no, we won't do that. But all the OGs, um, you won't be forgotten. I'm, I'm taking some lists. Those of you who have been supporters of the server of uh, Upex World, trust me, I, I am taking note on those. Uh, we will be in the in the timeline we will be launching additional bots which will be a combination of bots for the fan server and uh potentially for if you run a community server such as a a neighborhood server or something like that tease a little bit of that nice very excited and you know the community's it's amazing how big of a hole not having a a tool like upx world around is to the secondary market Yeah, and you know what? I'll be honest. I appreciate. I've gotten um, several pings over the past couple weeks of absolute support of people saying, you know, hey, I don't have any technical abilities, but I would love to be a tester or anything I can do to help um, UpX World. Like, thank you. It's really missed. And honestly, like, that is a lot of motivating factor for me. Like, that's a lot of the reason I came back to the project and didn't just want it stagnant and left with you know the other projects that aren't doing anything so i really appreciate that um what i will ask the community is just be patient with us it's going to take a little bit of time to get everything back up and running uh the way it was and we want to do it with absolute transparency we want to do it with absolutely you know the the best intentions of making sure that everyone's a part of the project gets taken care of, and that we never have a situation again at Upex World where all of a sudden things are are missing and then not where they're supposed to be, or somebody comes in and tries to you know just make a quick dollar off of our hard work. That's never going to happen again. And I appreciate all the leadership that's you know helping make sure that that happens moving forward. Man, that's the most sincere you've been in a very long time. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it really is. I mean, for me, it's an absolute, uh, passion project. And, uh, so yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. That's good. All right. Let's get on to our winner of a hundred thousand up X, uh, brought to you by Octavius and Griffin company. And last week's movie was rounders. So. It was very easy if you Googled the first two lines, it popped up right away, as some people showed me in their screenshots. They're like, all I did was Google the first two lines, and this is what I got. (laughs) Wolfo, didn't he win last week? Or was he the one that came close last week? Wolf O. Upland. Wolf O. Upland. Oh, Wolf of Upland? Yeah. I think he won last week. Scandalous. <laughs> Scandalous. And we oh, did not, my gosh. We did not have a... Um, and absolutely, he did. And we didn't have a 30-day rule or anything. Nope. No rule. Nope. We, 
No rule. He, he won fair and square. Yep. Spun the wheel of names. People saw it. All right. Wolfo Upland, make sure you contact Octavius and uh, work out your deal there. Congratulations on your uh, back-to-back wins. Uh, And if anybody out there has an Upland business or anything and you want to sponsor a uh, Too Stupid to Win and Thank Me Later um, acting out a script for winning, um, go ahead and let us know. And we'll get another one put together. And we did have plenty of people step up and say that they would read scripts with us so we can get more than just uh, two people scenes going on. Yeah, no, that'd be super cool. I, I would love to get some, you know, some bigger scripts and more elaborate uh, things. Yeah. And also, if you want somebody to professionally do a 30 second advertising clip for your uh hundred thousand up x giveaway it's going to cost a little more but we do have somebody lined up to produce that and uh polish that up for you so also let me know about that too and we have no issues with getting a 30 second commercial out or clip promoting your business or project or whatever the case may be for a donation to the community very cool yeah all right anything before we get out of here this week thank you oh well dang it i think they, they left uh, Maury and uh, Laban, they were tuning in from a small mountain cabin in Norway. No electricity or water. Uh, they have uh, the Nor- their Norwegian candy. I saw them in here earlier, and I guess... Oh, wait. Yeah, they're here. here. Yeah. Oh, yay. Now, now here's the thing, I wanted though. to give a shout-out to them. I, I love it. They sent me a little picture of them with the, the creepy little people candy, and I was like, dang. Look. You guys should be doing something more fun than listening to us, but, hey, that's awesome. Much appreciated. Much love. And, and you know, the way that you describe these creepy little candies, I was highly disappointed when a band sent it to me, and I was like, eh. I was, I was highly let down from the way you described them from what they really looked like. Go buy them. Go buy them and then open them and then play with them a little bit and you'll feel creepy. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. It gets it gets weird. I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> I'll take your word for that one. And everybody, make sure you do follow us on Twitter at Opix Podcast and everybody be safe. And episode 100 is coming to you guys next week. And <gasps> That's next week. Wait. Oh, wait, yes, I won't be in Hawaii. Yes. You won't be in Hawaii yet. So we got a week to brainstorm a good episode. Oh, my gosh. We haven't planned anything, and it's next week? Well, you know what? We'll just get T. Davis involved because he's more organized (laughs) than me. Dang. Well, now, all right, no pressure recur, but now I want to match the launch of Ubex World with our 100th episode. So no, that won't happen. No, I don't. Sorry, I don't want to set See, that expectation because there's really <laughs> there's a very little chance there's a very little chance that that happens without a front end developer. So unless one of those appears in the next 24 hours, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think Recurrier fell out of his chair. So <laughs> <laughs> until then, everybody be safe. Uh, hit TML up with your stupid questions in uh, the DMs and Discord because he loves answering them. And until then, everybody have some fun.
It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin'.